Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cerulean Roll. I am your not DM. I am your very begrudging and sad old man um, right now. And I'm joined by my one lovely co-host, if you would like to say hi. Uh, uh, hello, everyone. I'm, I'm Jamzy, and I'm not playing anyone today. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to talk about how um, utterly sad this is. Um, <sighs> <sighs> I'm so sad. <laughs> um, but if you listen to episode 33 when it came out on Spotify or Apple Music, you would have probably noticed that there is absolutely nothing there besides two seconds of water noise. Yeah. And I am punching the air because that episode was so good. And now we can only talk about it in past tense. Very sorry. We will try to make sure it doesn't happen again. If it happens again, I'm killing someone. Oh my god. But the recording exported weird, and then it was a little too late for me to notice because I already deleted the files off my computer because I am working with, like, two gigabytes of storage. <laughs> Fifteen right now, but it was two. He's fighting for his life right now. God, I need an SSD. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Ew. <laughs> Lord. Oh. <laughs> give me... Oh. Give me... <laughs> We're supposed to talk about the episode. <laughs> what are no, we doing? I, I want to sit here and make Bowser noises all the time. Oh. Oh. No one's going to know the context for calling it the Bowser noise. Good. They'll, they'll know it as the. Oh wait, no, they won't. No, they wait. No, they will eventually. Um, what? I make. The, I, oh. I forgot. I make that noise later on in the. Um, episode. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. It's. Yeah. Just know it is that, and nothing else. Just when when <laughs> that happens later in the future, just keep keep a mental image of Bowser from Super Mario Bros. in your head when I go. Oh. <laughs> it's, not that much, it's not that much later it's like the next episode <laughs> uh is it no well wait yeah, it yes is. yeah it is yeah it is wow um yeah. well you're yeah. supposed to keep up the suspense <laughs> oh so, sorry guys i ruined the oh <laughs> you ruined my epic noise <laughs> sorry guys i sorry, made a guys. severe lapse in my judgment <laughs> Come on, YouTube apology, right? We should talk about the episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't want to record this. <laughs> okay, okay, for real. Yes. <laughs> but um, episode 33, the lost episode, which is what it's probably going the to be called now. The lost episode, like um, a creepypasta. Or like a, like a, imagine if, you know what? I got to stop that. Um, what? I was gonna say, like, imagine, like, if there was a, a pirate crew that just hit a bunch of VHSs around the world. Oh my god. Wait, that's that's kind of awesome, actually. Find me find tapes! Find me tapes! Find me tapes! Find me tapes! 
<laughs> Find me tapes for the most epic tale in existence. <laughs> the one video. <laughs> the one tapes are real. Oh my god. <laughs> Can we get much higher? Oh, right, the episode, the episode. Right. Um, oh, please. They're getting a real good look at me as a person right now. Uh. <laughs> this is uh, this is literally just what happens when we're not recording. <laughs> Anytime okay. that recording stops, this is what happens. Yeah, uh, episode 33. Um, yeah, episode 33. <laughs> <laughs> I... <laughs> to be honest, I, okay. Before I before anything, I really wanted to make an obscure bit where we would just keep going. Yeah, episode thirty three, <laughs> but it, it fell flat. Um, but yeah, episode thirty three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, episode thirty three, guys. Okay, actually though, episode thirty three was he fucking roller coaster, and I'm so upset. That no one will hear it. And one of yeah. the main reasons that's like agonizingly in my head is because of one of May's greatest moments and quotes so far. Oh, is it the rat one? It's ratto mode. Yeah, he actually said that. <laughs> you know, I in hindsight, that might be better off lost. <laughs> Maybe that doesn't need to be canon. May didn't um, canonically go, it's Ratto mode, please. I mean, he already canonically swore, so I don't know. Uh, that's a step in his journey, and he's upset about it. <laughs> Kalios is a bad influence. Not bad, bad. Eh. Uh, what do you mean, eh? Uh, pretty bad. Pretty we don't bad. talk about the reason. We don't talk about it. I wasn't going to talk about it. You better not. Um, <laughs> crossover episode. <laughs> crossover anyway, episode. Yes. <laughs> yes, episode 33. <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny bit. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, but yes, uh, our party tried to infiltrate Meigs as we stayed at the end of episode 32. Um, they waited for the bell. They began to enact the plan. And it was going so well. And it was a well-constructed plan. Uh, Adric bought invisibility potions, right? Or not invincibil uh, invisibility oh, potions. Oh, the dust. The dust. Invisibility dust. Um, and the plan was he cast invisibility on himself, which many of you probably don't know he can do. Um, but... He was going to carry that dust into the hostages' room and sprinkle it on them. And that plan, honestly, in the moment, I was like, I didn't realize. Exactly. But in the end, it was more on the rolls that happened that really tanked Absolutely. the entire it, situation. It really could have worked, but it, 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 it didn't. <laughs> The, the dice gods really spoke and they said no as loud as they could. Absolutely. 
because uh, we, when we went into Meigs, we left Aldoris to get some rest, so. Which was honestly very fair. Eldorus looked, and I, I don't think you guys got this description, like the, the listeners got this description, but he is like desaturated and like he is, uh, he is, his like skin is tight on the bone. Mm. He looks absolutely tired, dog tired. Yeah, it's um, very reasonable, but it's hard without him as we've learned. Yeah, yeah. As per usual, you know, as in in D&D fashion and most uh, DMs would do, the combat is built for all the characters to be there, for everyone to be held accountable. Mm. Um, And even if Eldorus was dog-tired, he probably would have helped. Um, But we decided against that and continued on into Meigs. Yeah, we ended up defeating everyone that was on the first floor, but there were pirates below, and that was not as fortunate of a battle. Oh, yeah, I could describe the scene for the listeners right now. Oh, yeah, um, go I, ahead. I believe it was six entire uh, zombies on the first floor, accompanied by a weaker wizard-type character. Um... And then it was on the second floor, I believe, there was just a... There were three heavier, stronger pirates. The type that carry barrels and crates around with absolute ease. Mm -hmm. There was the first mate of this specific uh, Blackheart fleet. And there was uh, a couple of other littler wizards that were down there. And in the end... Since Adric was separated from everyone else, he successfully sneaked in, which was marvelous. Um, however, being separated and then combat starting is definitely to a detriment. And yes. it was fair to say that the pirates who were keeping an eye on the hostage, like actively, uh, would notice them disappear in a ball of dust. so in the end it ended up being like a slog where um the first group uh may callius nanette uh were doing really good in combat taking care of stuff uh i believe may was getting dogged on fully by the zombies Um, and they kept chasing him even after he was trying to get away yeah, I play those zombies with the bare minimum intelligence, so it was mm-hmm. just kind of get this guy down, get this guy down in their brain. Um, but even after the first floor was clear, Adric was like getting beaten down as well. He held his own pretty good, but it was just too many against him. And yeah. He got knocked down, and then he got held hostage with the hostages. Oh, yeah. Well, not for very long, but... Yeah, Nanette swiftly came down the stairs and uh, eagerly helped out Adric. Um, But 
it ended up being just an overwhelming situation where as soon as Adric got up, he ran out. Um, yeah, and uh, Mig, um, he ended up coming down to where we were. Yes. Because um, he heard his son, who was one of the hostages. Yes, he heard his son cry. He came down to help out, carrying his hammer in hand. And he was obviously injured. I believe I've described him before this encounter. Severely injured. Severely injured. There was a puddle of blood on his working station. Um, and he ended up getting decapitated during the combat. Um, right as our party made right. it a point to run. Yeah, and just to prove a point, I guess, uh, the pirates, as Nanette was leaving, because she was the last one to leave, uh, they ended up throwing Meeg's head right next to her as she was running out. God, I'm a cruel DM, but yes. Um, yeah, you are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Help. I'm glad, I'm glad you've noticed. Um, but uh, yes, Meeg's head hit the floor. Um, Nanette let out a powerful scream that I'm sad uh, no one will ever hear because in the moment it was like such a fierce cry of like disdain and anger mm. and. It was just such a raw moment of a character. Oh my god. No one will ever know the gravity of that. That gave me shivers. And, you know, that, that combat, I feel like, had so much potential to go right. But without, with one party member down, especially the strong, one of the strongest ones of the party, um, it was just a an endeavor that fell to the ground yeah um, and with adric making saving throws for so long that was so scary absolutely I, it was just a, a fearsome situation all around i like it's times like that as a dm where i'm just like oh god i wish i, I the the thing is as a DM, I, I do the little wink-wink, nudge-nudge, please don't do this. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But it's not something I can always do, because <clears throat> if I always do it, it's gonna, like, it's gonna leave an impression. Mm-hmm. Like, that I will always be like, eh, maybe you should avoid that. Maybe, um, <laughs> don't charge into that place. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, if you guys walked into a tomb and then you weren't suspecting anything, and then I was just like, hey, do you maybe want to, like, go back to town, get prepared? <laughs> then you would kind of be like, oh, there's traps in there. There are, right. like, traps. Yeah. It's not something I can do. Also, you guys knew fully well the danger that was down there. I, yeah. I believe I fully like went through that situation with you guys before you went down yeah it's just being on a a a time constraint is stressful 
And I also oh. don't want Eldorus to overwork himself. But oh, absolutely not. You know, it it is what it is. Oh, I think you can you could you could describe your time constraint because I believe that the listeners might not uh, fully realize what's happening. I'm sure. Uh, oh, right. It's pretty obvious, but you, just in case. Yeah. So basically, if you remember the the letter that Nanette's mother sent to her, she said that from then, from that point, in three months' time, the whole battle with the Sun Eater would be happening, and also a new chief was going to be put in place, right? I believe it was more so the chief situation that was the uh, problem, less the Sun Eater. Um, okay, yes, the someone else was going to be put in the position of chief. And so, which, hmm? oh, I was just gonna say, which could be a, a very bad situation for um, Nanette's family. Yeah. So they definitely want her to be there, and she also wants to be there. Um. So yeah, the the time is passing in Shadowfell. It is ticking away, and, and I... He is making sure I know. <laughs> he is making sure I'm aware of every passing day. <laughs> every time the end of a session uh, ticks down, and, like, they take a long rest, and the days start passing, I just, like, I, I go into the Discord that we have, and I just go... Update done done <laughs> and then post the, the, this really ominous screenshot yeah, of like a chart countdown period full stop period yeah um but yeah that that is just like something that I I'm making a point to keep myself to because like yeah. you know there's always a thing in like a DM's head where it's like oh this is gonna be like a video game they'll have time they can do mm. whatever they want. <laughs> Um, uh, no. Mm -mm. My life is not like a video game. And you're certainly trying to beat the next stage. <laughs> I, I am. I am. Oh, God. I miss Happy Eldorus. <laughs> I... Oh, shit. I don't think they know about that. I'm gonna bleep that out. <laughs> I mean, they, yeah, we could kind of... Yeah, it's that. Yeah, fair. Yeah, the, it, it, <laughs> though it's happening um, soon, uh, we'll have <laughs> we'll have that ominous presence there in this in this recording. <laughs> Something's okay. happening. Ooh, what is it? Ooh, it's gonna make you sad, as we usually do. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I I always market my campaigns as something filled with whimsy and wonder and fun, and then it's just a fucking dread. <laughs> so much sadness and despair. To be fair, okay. To be fair, <laughs> I I do the 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 storytelling. You know the the dilly dilly uh, heroes <laughs> heroes <laughs> agony to heroes joy. Dilly dilly dilly. You, you, you'll be happy eventually. Eventually? <laughs> Not now. I, tr 
I mean, okay, I tried to give a, a place to be happy, but it ended up being horrifically sad. Because of everything that happens around us. Yup. Eldorus's emotions are so strong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he is, um... He is a very strong emoter. <laughs> he's a strong emoter? Yeah, he's, he's like Fortnite <laughs> Battle Pass. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> no! Why would it say that? <laughs> Why did it talk about Fortnite? No! Uh, God! People are gonna know I, I, I threw the gritty on my battle pass! Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but. but <laughs> so, episode 33, right? Yeah, so it, it ended off with the party uh, running and trying to devise another plan to go about this and. Yeah. Yeah, it, it ended up with them just, um, it was very, uh, sad to play, but, um, it was very downtrodden, as you might suspect mm -hmm. of a situation, especially yes. because not a single one of the hostages was saved. Um, yeah. But our heroes do end up, you know, proceeding to immediately plot what to do in terms of, you know, surviving and mm -hmm. getting revenge. Um, but that's for another episode. Yes. Otherwise, how how are your feelings during episode 33? Like, uh, do you want to reveal what you revealed to me after that episode? What did I say? Um how you were really in Nanette's head after that oh! episode. Oh my god, I forgot that happened! <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, <laughs> this is so embarrassing to admit. Um, but... Was it the night that session happened? It was the night... You told me about it the morning after, so yeah, it was the night. Okay. After that session happened, I don't know what happened. I was trying to sleep and I just thought back to the session and I was so in the mindset of Nanette. I... I... Okay. I started crying <laughs> because of how evil these people are. They're fucking awful people and I, I've, I definitely made a point of it last session Absolutely. that these were just awful people. With Mig getting decapitated in front of his own child and that whole situation, it just, it really got to me. I don't Unlike think Unlike anything has ever that. gotten to me before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it really, like, I fully understand why you cried after that because it was grim. And the way I described it, it was... Definitely not filled with smiles or, like, joy. No. It was very, very, like, cold. I made myself sound cold and monotoned, as I was saying. Mm -hmm. Just to really dig it in deep. 
And then like, I don't think it's embarrassing that like that happened or that you cried after that because like this, I, we've shown that this game gets emotional. It gets really emotional to all of us. Yeah, I mean, um, the the listeners, you, they've already heard us cry before. I mean, I don't know. It's just this. It's warranted, but like, I don't know. It feels a little dramatic to be like, oh, I cried at four a.m. <laughs> about <laughs> evil pirates. I don't know. I the the second that um, Kishi died, I was like, I was, I that whole like week, I was just depressed. I was like, oh, I was, yeah, I cried we during were... the night. I was like, ugh, I was a we mess. Up, I, yeah, I. That was the first time I've ever cried about D and D. We've played D&D multiple times before Cerulean Roll, but that was the first time I've ever cried. Yeah, Cerulean Roll is... i It's our longest campaign now. But before that, we had another one um, called Godhearted. Um, we were <laughs> we were acting like it was a podcast before it was a podcast. Um, oh yeah, the performance was... We were performing. We were, we were giving our hearts to absolutely no one but each other. Um, but it's so fun, though. It, it It's the only way I like playing D&D. It's just you got to give it your heart with the performances. Yeah. Um, but uh, this, I, I think we talked about it during Godhearted that like I, I was making like the evil DM jokes of like, wow, well, one day I'll get you to cry like Wario and shit. Um, (laughs) but then I then it actually happened and then I was it was like filled with reality everyone was like filled with dread like it wasn't even like a haha I finally got you it was like a oh no it's so real because Kishi genuinely like came off as one of my favorite characters that I've ever played (laughs) like it's weird to say that because he's just like this grouchy old man who it wasn't even like a, a like a, a character character. Well, he was a character character. He wasn't yeah. like a PC. He wasn't like fighting and shit. Um, but he was just so fun and whimsical. And like when it all came crashing down, it, it was like time froze. Yeah. He... He just really, weirdly enough, he just really fit in with the crew. Absolutely. Just the grouchy old man. And we were so close to seeing even more development from him. Oh my god. I know, I I have never talked about this, but Kishi was going to have an arc. He had an arc in my head where he was going to slowly like gradually move from this uh grouch old man who is like a normal old guy into this like chivalrous still funny still like funny grouchy but he was going to have a redemption arc based on what he told the party of before he was gonna get back in that fighter mode he was gonna get back into adventuring he was gonna become the man he once was and mm-hmm. I was so excited for that. Like, really excited for that. But 
you know, the dice happened, uh, characters were positioned where they were positioned, and, um, Vermont is the type of character who would do that for dramatics. He was a playwriter. He only cared about dramatics. So glad he's dead. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. But, uh, that... That situation with Kishi is what made Adric being down for so long so scary. Adric was down for a good few rounds. I I think he did three plus uh, death saving throws. Yeah. And for for context, because, you know, long-term D&D players who have listened to this podcast, and you probably go every second go, that's not the rules to me. <laughs> um shut up i do my own thing um but anyway <laughs> um for for you long-term D fans uh you might be like oh but characters die all the time <laughs> um no not in my campaigns not typically um it's i'm a i'm a big softy i love i love my friends i love making my friends happy um I do like I do love my spice and my edge, but I've chickened out of killing characters quite a while, like a, a lot. Um, uh, so it's it's not happened. It's happened, but it hasn't. It's always been something backtracked on. Um, We've gotten close, but not quite. Yes, and. I have had situations where I go, this is the end of it. This is like the end of me being soft. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think the actual end of me being like soft on moments like that was when Kishi died. Mm -hmm. Because that's how the game is played. This is real. This is real for these characters. I don't want to be like, and God shines his rays of glory Mm -hmm. onto you and you come back to life. It needs to Mm -hmm. be a little bit more. To be honest, the times where I did chicken out, I at least made it hard. Or I made it a sacrifice. Um, But uh, it's not something I want to do anymore. And it's definitely something I won't do for Cerulean Roll, as you have noticed. That's what keeps the stakes high, you know? Yeah, if a character dies, that's it. Um, I had a rule about revival spells and them being like, uh, revivify mainly. I didn't want to, to use too much. Um, we don't have a paladin any, or anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. But, um, I believe druids can maybe learn revivify. I don't know. But either way, it's... I, I think I needed to force myself into letting a character be put in a grave to really like feel that. And you know, I, I feel like the story does feel a whole lot more tense because of it, because oh. of that decision. Yeah. And it definitely helped me as a player learn that not everything is just gonna work out absolutely and that's something i I do want to just be there 
Because I feel like old me as a DM would have absolutely lowered the difficulty of that encounter for you guys. Just like, been like, oh, I, I shouldn't walk into there. Let me just put you, let me remove this zombie and this zombie. No, I, I can't do that. Um, because mm-hmm. players need to learn for themselves. And DMs also need to learn for yourselves. So I learned. And <laughs> subsequently, my players have learned. Um, yeah. If things happened, things happen. Yeah. No more. No more fooling around. Yes, and I. That's why you, I think Shadowfill is like the tensest we've ever played D D. Even though I make it fun every now and then because it has to be. It's a game, um, and the creatures go ah <laughs> ah. Um, the fungus creatures. <laughs> little fungus creatures. It, it, they are so funny. I I could not get them out of my skull. Um, <laughs> but there there is so much to learn. In D and D, uh, and I, I, it's fair to say that we're all pretty relatively new at it, and we just loved yeah. the game so much that we plunged into a podcast. Um, we're still trying to learn idea. as we go along. Yeah, like even now, there's still times where we're like, "Hey, did you guys know that this was a rule?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you know you can't heal undead people? With healing spells? Yeah, oh my god, wait. You guys are that's... gonna hear me figure that out in a re- in a later episode that's coming up, but... <laughs> in real time. In real time! I... That, I will say, that is kind of on me for not looking into the spell that much. But, oh my god, still. I, I had a feeling in my heart of hearts that that's how it was. Because, like... The healing spells are, like, radiant. They're, like, they're Mm -hmm. from the divine, typically. Um, Yeah. So having them just uh, heal a person that's not too alive... um, In in traditional fantasy media, that's how it is. Where, like, if you heal... I don't know where I got this perception from. I think it's from, like, Dragon Quest, even though I've never played the game. Um... (laughs) Yeah, I don't... I I think I watched the anime or something, and I just, like, understood. But, like, healing spells hurt the undead. Mm. That's what I've yeah. always gone with. But I was like, eh, D&D must be different. I never, like, looked at this spell. No, it's not. I mean, I don't think it hurts undead, but it doesn't heal them, that's for sure. It doesn't heal them, that's for sure, yeah. And uh, we know that now, so... <laughs> listen... We just have to retcon everything. <laughs> <before>. <laughs> uh, oh, actually, since we're talking about mechanics, I do want to talk about this for the listeners. Um, you might have noticed uh, Eldorus's fluctuation in damage. Um, him doing upwards of twenty damage. Um, and downwards of like I don't know the the more normal numbers for like level six. Um, but, uh, Eldorus is a revenant. He 
I found a homebrew thing for the revenants because I was a little too lazy to make everything. Um, and um, Eldorus ended up having a trait called uh, it's like something to do with hatred. Um, of course it is. It's Eldorus. Uh, <laughs> and that trait typically lets hater you either hate her forever for the rest of his life. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, typically, what that what that person who made this revenant thing I'm using stated uh, is that it could either add five to damage or add um, five to your health every turn. And I was like, "Oh well, they're fighting like stronger enemies. Maybe I could just let Eldora slide with this." And. Then I quickly realized that it was so fucking broken. Um, <laughs> so quickly plucked that away from him. And uh, if you noticed a sudden shift in his power, eventually, it's because I have nerfed him. Please forgive me. <laughs> he nerfed our boy. I nerfed him because he was already a little too cracked out. Um, <laughs> I, I, speaking of cracked out uh, Nanette with the 10 to hit has never ceased to impress me oh yeah it's hard to miss now hard? more like impossible at this well, point not impossible I have missed what? on accident on me making an accident you've missed yeah, I remembered that, and then I was like, wait, that was an accident, and then I'm trying to... Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> There's well, no situation. Um... <laughs> uh, Alright. Slams big bad evil guy on table. AC no. 25. <laughs> no! Not yet. Um, but, uh, you... You, the listeners, might have noticed that we do a lot of things differently from, like, a traditional table, where, um, normally, when you acquire feats, they are something to choose from between your skills and your levels. Um, I decided that was stupid. It's <laughs> probably done for great greater intention, um, but I thought it was dumb stupid. Uh, so... I made it something that you could train. Uh, am I gonna regret that later? <laughs> Maybe. Um, <laughs> but it is something that I wanted to do. Because I feel like it's fair. You guys are on the road. You travel. You get better. Yeah. I, I don't feel like it's, it should be restricted to like your level ups. Um, plus, there's not many things you can train. Unless, I don't know, you make a small Eldritch Pact or something. Me? And not you, but I mean, hey, if you want it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm good. On the next episode of Cerulean Rome, <laughs> Nanette shakes hands with the devil <laughs> no. from the Bible. Yeah, the little, um, uh, uh, what are they called? Oh my god, I don't even know. Um, the little, uh, centipede guys. Centipede guys, centipede guys. Yeah, I shake hands with him. I, God, there are so many things where I just make, like, shit up, um, as, like, 
I wish I looked at the books more as like a DM. I cannot. I just use my little noggin and cook stuff up. <laughs> oh, I just rolled a, a natural 20. Let's go. <laughs> what are you rolling for? Uh, being epic, huh? <laughs> <laughs> dude, let me roll. Hold on. Yeah, roll for epicness. Oh, dude, I got a 17, dude. Whoa, we're so epic. We're like we're so, so epic. epic. We're so epic, but I'm like divine epic. <laughs> oh, man, I wish I could be as epic as you. I got maybe roll a natural 20 next time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> what? Huh? Hey, oh. we got so sidetracked. Um, uh, shaking hands with the devil from the Bible and. Uh... Oh, the me creating shit off the top of my head. Oh, um, yeah. And that's, that's all I know about D&D, to be honest. True. Like, I don't do much of the... I'm sure you have noticed if you listen to the podcast. I don't mm-hmm. do any of that D&D lore. I don't, I don't respect... Uh, what was his name? Palor? Palor? Fuck, fuck if I know. I don't respect <laughs> that god. Hold up. Let me look at his name. Um... Uh, Palor got Palor. Palor. I don't even know who that is. Oh, (laughs) Pelor. It's the god of the sun um, and agriculture. Uh, I only know him from Nadpod. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, um, all of our worlds and everything to like gods and everything is all homebrewed, pretty much. Yeah, I've never really had much interest in pre-written lore um i think it's just much more fascinating to make my own um and he's crazy i love being insane like uh he's come up with too many campaign ideas we can't even play them yet (laughs) i know we have like 20 to go from Uh, (laughs) we're we're doing a, a home game um right now uh with uh a bunch more people and in in that I have planned three seasons ahead for them Um, and we haven't even started the first Uh, yeah but the thing is my plans could always go kaput um, because that's the nature of Uh, Mm D&D with those types of things Um, so it's just improv. What happens happens, and I'm here for it. Yeah, don't don't ever worry that we're gonna run out of campaign ideas, because I assure you, we're we're gonna we're gonna be going. Yeah, we got the one about cowboys. We got the one about eldritch beings. We got the one. <laughs> Shh, spoilers, dude. Spoilers, honk. <laughs> um. Yeah, there there is so much that we have behind the scenes that we have been planning, and trust me, all of these characters are planned out in excruciating detail already. Um, uh, but they will show up eventually. I can't wait for you to meet some of the ones we have planned, because you know Eldorus. They're around the same. Mm. Traumatized and over the top. 
Yeah, you may notice a trend. <laughs> yes. There, there is a very strong trend with my DMPCs, um, where they are, uh, worse for wear, mentally, mm-hmm. and absolute fucking nut jobs. <laughs> yeah. At least I didn't play a paladin this time. Still patting myself on the back. Yeah, that's for next time. <laughs> Uh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> like the the three campaigns where I plan to play Paladin because I love them so much. Um, and no, right now my roster for character classes and the what we've talked about is after this one I'm going to be playing the Paladin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paladin! <laughs> Immediately. And then the one after that, I'm going to be playing a clinically insane wizard. Um, <laughs> so, we're, we, we're brewing. We're brewing. Never have to worry about us brewing. Oh, and also, I should mention uh, Sands of Solstice. That's um. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of figured that we should take Sands of Solstice into, like, a home game type thing. Because... Um, my players are in desperate need to giggle, and I have <laughs> deprived them of giggling, and I will continue <laughs> to suffocate the giggling out of them with a pillow. So, okay. uh, Sands of, Sands of Solstice <laughs> is going to be That's a home game. That's a way game. to put it. Sands of Solstice is going to be a home game where uh, I, I don't stress them out as much. Um, unless we make it a series and record it, I don't know. Um, we we could. It would just be a, a lot more um, jovial. You would see a lot more of what you're hearing now uh, in <laughs> yeah. that. Finally, I can eat on the podcast. I'm so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a fabulous British boy. <laughs> I'm so hungry. I'm absolutely starving. Please. Please let me eat. My, please, Dungeon Master, please let me. My skin is paper white and frail. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I can see your sketch lines, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I hope everyone is uh, immensely excited for what we have planned in the future. And... Uh, trust me, it's gonna be hopefully interesting the whole time. I think it's gonna be interesting the whole time, but it's up to you guys. Everything so far is already interesting, so... And I haven't been fucking saying it recently, but you better, you better go to your friend groups and you better share this campaign with them. Oh my you god. You better make it. You better <laughs> look at their phone. I thought you were talking to me them. for a second. I was like, oh. What am yeah. I doing? James, you you better go to your friends, pull out their phones, make them follow Cerulean rule. <laughs> uh, yeah, we uh, we would really we would really appreciate if you guys uh, shared it around. I guess I mean I don't know, like maybe recommend it to someone if they like. I will hey, kill you if I you wanna, don't. No, hey, I want to listen to a new D and D podcast. Is there another? Is there a cool one? And then they're like, yes, here's a Dungeon Dreamer, uh, Cerulean Roll. Uh, don't mind the audio quality for 
Like the first 16 episodes, it's okay. It, it's, it is like the first eight episodes. The first eight episodes. I, I know it's the first eight episodes. Eight episodes. Okay, sorry. My bad. Actually, wait, is it? Okay, no. There's a there's a temporary, like, it's like a gradual lift up for Crow's microphone. Where we just, like, where it's like, okay, imagine, like, Crow's microphone's on a rope. And we're just, like, slowly pulling it upwards. And so, like, it, it goes from, like, uh, to, like, to woo! <laughs> yeah. Dungeon Master, guys. D right here. Me, DM. If you ever looking for the next uh, cr critical role? <laughs> no, I don't think we're even close to that level of anything. If you're in for the next critical role, well, you just hit a critical success. You fat. <laughs> <laughs> You rolled a natural 20 on your investigation check, and you found Cerulean Roll! I'm gonna clip that. I'm gonna clip that and post that on our social media. <laughs> Put some, like, guitar music behind it. Eagles, explosions. Yeah, fucking... exactly! America! <laughs> yeah! Yeah, yeah brother! Rubier, brother! Yeah! <laughs> Rubier, yeah! Uh, yeah, I'm a rat girl. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm a bird. You know, I want to mention this, actually. I This popped into my head. I have realized something I have done throughout Cerulean Roll that is a little, like... I don't know. I... Honestly, I think Eldorus's voice has gotten more sophisticated and more, like, defined throughout the the yeah. campaign. But I feel like when I do, like, a rogue pirate, they end up being a little too Eldorus for my liking. Uh, yeah. But, like, when I think of stereotype pirate, I think of Eldorus. He's the blueprint. Like, yo-ho, fiddly-dee. <laughs> I want to be a pirate and, uh... He can't... Uh... <laughs> you got it? No. Oh. <laughs> I can walk on water. I can fly. Yeah, there Early we bit. go. Early bit. Early bit. God, remember goalless? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Times were so much simpler. Go, oh, I miss Red Hulk. Go into cave, help turtle man. I miss him every day. <laughs> the listeners don't know how obsessed with Red Hulk you are. <laughs> Listen, guys. <laughs> I'm a little delusional. <laughs> He'll show up one day if nothing bad happens to him. Stop. I don't know. The Caesar stained red. I'll get you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you don't know nothing. Um. Someone ban this guy. <laughs> chat, can we ban this guy? Can we ban this guy, chat? <laughs> chat. <laughs> ban this guy for 15 years? Um, chat, he bullied me? Ban him? Uh, uh boohoo, I'm the player, I'm getting bullied. <laughs> boohoo, I'm the player and my DM bullies me. Boohoo. Boohoo, our friend died. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah, you, I, we're just, I'm jumping on topics. This isn't about episode 33 anymore. This is just it's a really not. old podcast. <laughs> Um, 
But uh, I I wanted to talk about May's little existence. Um, oh yeah, he's been an a never ending fascinating character for me, <gasps> and I hope you guys like him as much as we do. Um, he is just like he's the most normal, sane person I've ever played. Mm-hmm. Besides when he's hungry. Besides when he's hungry. Because you're not you without a Snickers bar. <laughs> you're not you when you're hungry. You're not you when you're hungry. And you he was a feral animal. May was on feedmemore.com. Oh my god. Feast mode activated. Hashtag hungry. Feedmemore.com. Feast mode activated. Feel <laughs> <laughs> May may anytime I like get into May's voice, I just think of like a wet soggy cat. <laughs> I that makes me think of that that fox picture, the one that's like a hum hum whimper. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I think of. That's exactly what May's character is, just a a, a soggy sad cat. <laughs> and I love him. And we love him so very much. Because I, I, again, never intended for them to kidnap May. I just, like... I, I didn't I wanted... know what was going to happen either. I was like, we're we're doing this? We're just, we're recruiting this guy. Okay. <laughs> I think Eldorus was insulting him. And then Adric got defensive. And then we just, like, tumbled the bit. And then May ended up joining. When in reality, all I wanted to show is how sad a life it is to work at a place like this. Especially we were, in a we fantasy were so, world. We were so moved. We stole a man. I, I. It was just like, capitalism exists. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, get him out of there. It, it wasn't a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It was a slap in the face. Literally. That real. And now we're putting him in even worse situations. His mental decline is so fascinating to me. Uh. <laughs> his like, his never like at first he started so optimistic. Then he heard the word shadow fell, and then his face dropped. It was he was it was too late for him to turn back. It was this or jail, and I think right now he prefers jail. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, poor guy. Uh, he his his character arc is only starting though. You you already have seen like hints of his bravery showing up. Yeah. Um, him screaming at Aldoras to come back. Oh, that was such a good moment for him. Him almost swearing at Aldoras. And then him swearing in a totally nonchalant conversation after. Yeah. Slipped right out. Callius was so proud. I hope you guys are enjoying Callius as much as the our party is too. Like you as the listener, I hope you guys are. Um, mm-hmm. There are some moments of him that are coming up. They are. Oh, he's such a. He's a guy. He's such a guy. What a what a character. Oh wait, no, no, no. Okay. Whew. Uh, episode 32 is when you met that uh, fucking western hick. 
Um, oh yes, yeah. I, I was like, I was like, if he's gone, if he's gone, I was gonna when I get you, when I get you, when I get you. Um, <laughs> uh, da Vinci, you are on my last, you are on my last nerve. I'm going to grab you by the neck. Um, he's not talking about like the guy, by the way. <laughs> I am talking about the guy. <laughs> What are you doing here, Da Vinci? <laughs> I was just about to go Mamma Mia in a different voice. <laughs> He's not Italian. Is he? Is he Italian? Isn't he? Hold up. <laughs> what is Da Vinci? Hi, guys. If you've made it this far, <laughs> good job. What is Leonardo Da Vinci? Oh, he is an it Italian. Wow, I know my shit. Um. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's not like an uh, an unknown fact. I. <laughs> yeah, Pat's on the back for the DM. He knows where Da Vinci's from. <laughs> Mamma mia! <laughs> that's what he sounded like. Yeah, imagine if like Da Vinci was like a a five uh, a five inch gnome who just like hobbled <laughs> around with a paintbrush, and he just went Mamma mia. <laughs> Um, <laughs> molecular. That's a, that's a garden gnome. <laughs> Show me this guy's atomical structure. Uh, Show me this guy's molecules. Show me this guy's atoms. He'd fit under a microscope. Show me his nucleus. <laughs> Show me his nucleus. Show me this guy's mitochondria right now. <laughs> Show me the powerhouse of his cells. I want to see this guy's powerhouse. Put this guy's powerhouse. Where's his powerhouse? Right Where's your Where powerhouse? Where's your powerhouse? Show me your powerhouse. Show me your goddamn powerhouse. <laughs> this is spiraled. This is spiraled so bad. <laughs> We're not supposed to be here. <laughs> when are um, we gonna end this? How long have we been going for? Uh, about uh, about uh, fifteen minutes. So I'd say we could end it now. <laughs> okay. We, we we finished talking about the episode a while ago. Like half like half an hour ago. We I when we were talking about the episode, I was like, man, we are breezing through this. I turned to my side and I was like it was like fifteen minutes and I was like, oh god. Yeah. I don't need to prolong this any more than I should, but I want to. Um And that we did. <laughs> There's your content for the week. <laughs> I'm so nice to my little listeners. I feed you like birds. <laughs> I, I'm going to stop before I get any more unhinged. Thank you guys for listening. And yeah, that's the end of whatever the fuck this was. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry. Um. <laughs> we should just start apologizing at the end of every episode. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Bye. Bye.